0: Right, we are gonna try this again. Call me old man Wade. Damn you, old man! Wade, Wade! Old ass man! Shut up, old man! You smell like farts! Uh-huh. No man! Old man! He's so old, he got a podcast on cassette. Oh, fuck you're old. Damn it, Wade! Alright. And welcome to the Old Man Wade Show. I am your host, the God of Stubborn, the Lord of Laughter, Old Man Wade. I'm sitting here with my lovely life right. with her no enthusiasm, as always, and off camera this time because I paid attention to her and she decided to move aside because I'm an idiot. And across the way and across Wait, the pond, we have the pinnacle of political perfection, the superior, Super Bowl Javi. What up? So we tried to do a couple episodes in a day. Um, we talked about Dirty Mackin' and the other one found out that Javi is actually the superior Dirty Mackin'. Or should we call it, or should I call you the, the the dynamic dirty macker? I ain't a dirty macker. Not anymore. You're a former dirty macker. I, I never was. I don't know what you're talking about. Dirty I didn't go dirty I dirty. I didn't go after nobody that was married. Dog, I mean, in a relationship. you realize this is recorded, right? I can actually pull up the recording and play it back, right?
1: Yeah, I didn't say I went after them. I said that I would not I am not gonna say I'm not gonna say no. Like crazy.
0: Am I wrong or was he really talking about he, how he dirty Macked back in the day? Am I wrong here, Valkyrie?
2: I don't, know. I mean, he didn't confirm nor deny his involvement in any of his backing. Listen, all I'm saying is. It, I exactly. either, I think so. <laughs> exactly.
1: I'm not either. I'm a good Christian young man right now.
2: But I fucking can't deal with you.
0: <laughs> all right, we're moving on. Speaking of Christian things, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier ended. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Because cause John Walker is a good Christian boy. All <laughs> <Blue> Lives Matter. <laughs> Yo, Harvey, that I'm, I'm going to let you leave this topic because what you said was absolutely perfect. So, yeah. go on ahead, man. So, you know, I was
1: I been, I was thinking a lot about... So, Falcon and Winter Soldier ended kind of in a similar vein as WandaVision. It was... It didn't really tie up everything. It, it it felt more like an introduction to a bigger story, right? So that's one thing. You know, there's certain there were certain certain things that didn't happen that I kind of hoped would happen. Certain resolutions, for example. Um, we can get into that later, but I think one of them would have been the fact that John Walker seemed to have gotten away. With murder, essentially killing somebody in public view, and instead of you know going to jail like most people would have, he got you know slap on the wrist, and a wrist, in my opinion. Um, but at the end of the day, he was given back all of his power and authority. I would some would argue maybe even more power and authority, because he could do whatever he wants outside of the public eye.
0: I'm gonna um, go a step further and say it's not like he got away with murder. He literally
1: got away with murder. Yeah, yeah. And I think that again, like we you know, we talked about this before, a lot of these Marvel shows really are a reflection of the real world, right? Where these stories existing. I think that Falcon and Winter Soldier set that up a notch, especially when they talked about the relationship between American race. And I think that kind of um, leaked into what happened with um,
0: John Walker. I remember as soon as I watched it, I was talking to this dude at work about it. And the first thing it reminded me of was Anchorman. He goes, Brick killed a guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I saw that meme he posted. It was pretty
0: funny. (laughs) He he, he did. He killed a dude and nothing happened. You You can't be Captain America anymore, John Walker.
2: Well, like he decapitated the, him with a fucking, with the shield with the in American, front of, well, yeah, with the American like symbol all over it. it. It was essentially. It was so very American.
0: You mean like that? It the, is. The,
1: like how the, many the, times have we seen people being murdered by cops? No, I know. That's,
2: oh no, like, it was like so very, Amer- but it was like the epitome of like what American. did. Oh,
0: yeah. Or we could take a, that that the very um iconic picture of a white guy stabbing a black guy with the flag.
1: Yeah. What happens if Sam Wilson? If Sam Wilson did, that, right? Like,
0: oh god, <laughs> you know they would. They would be. They would have um, broke down his house. They would have. They would have burnt down the boat. His family would have been in, in a internment camp.
1: He would have. He would have been sitting right in the raft next to
0: um, Zemo. Yep, they probably would have put him in there. You know what? They probably would have put Sam Wilson in there with Zemo, assuming that Zemo would have killed him. Yeah. In, realist, in in real life, seema would have been like, "I feel bad for what America has done to." You.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, what no, was- I mean it, it spoke
1: a lot. I mean, the fact that yo, know, it was so it was so good. Bro. Like, and in, in, I was kind of hesitant. I'm like, "Yo, are they really like the first couple of episodes when they started touching on like, the issues of race, identity, what that means in this country in particular?" I was kind of like, I was a little hesitant. I'm like, "Yo, this is this is heavy stuff, man." Like. I don't know if they're capable of telling this type of story, but they knocked that shit out of the park, bro. I agree. And, 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 and it, the cherry on top was, you know, the way they handled um, John Walker's story. I mean, that's just... I don't... Shit. <laughs> that's I, that's I, the realest I, thing I've ever seen in the MCU, to be honest with you.
0: Because it's actually what would have happened. They'd be like, oh, well, John Walker, you're an American war hero, so what if you killed someone in cold blood in front of a a bunch of people in another country. It's, a, mm-hmm. it, it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> he so deserved funny.
1: it. You know, he, like, he resisted arrest.
0: You know, he didn't you even know, kill he the right person. He in the
1: middle of committing a crime.
0: <laughs> he didn't even kill the right person.
1: Doesn't even matter, bro. <laughs> oh,
0: what the fuck? Uh, I don't, did we discuss this? Oh, yeah, we did discuss uh, John Walker putting hands on the drum a lot of up and getting his ass whooped. Uh, I want to talk. I want to talk about you saying Baron Zemo was right. Oh, for sure. Why was Baron Zemo right?
1: Baron Zemo's always been right. He's been right since Civil War.
0: Why?
1: And I'm not talking about the comic book version of Baron. Zemo. Like, the comic book version of Baron Zemo is just irredeemably evil.
0: Yeah.
1: But the MCU version of Baron Zemo, like he, he's complex, man. Like I think that. I hate the fact that they wrote in the fact, I hate the fact that he was responsible for murdering King Tachaka. Because I think outside of that, everything he did made sense. And I think seeing the attitude that the people that actually run things have in regard to normal people in the MCU, um, something that we've seen uh, not just in civil, like, not in, in, not just in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we, we saw hints of that in Winter Soldier when, when Hydra was essentially the ones in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right? Like, um, Baron Zemo, you know, he lost his family to an Avengers team that had all the power in the universe and had little to no oversight. Right? Like, his family died because Tony Stark decided that he wanted to create an AI from a Uh, a super powerful source of energy that was used by the Nazis, right? Like, why was that? Why did that even sound like a good idea?
0: So know, like... Honestly, I was on a show called Panel to Panel, and they pointed something out that was kind of funny. In Endgame, after five years, everything was still fucked up and everything was still bad. Meanwhile... A lot of good happened during that, kind of showing that like Thanos was right. It was one of the things Captain America pointed out. He goes, "I saw whales today," and it was like, it was "like you know, are you gonna try to tell me the like you know the ends justify the means and, dot? and and so was it Kylie? Hey, don't do that, huh? Don't do that. Don't do what? Don't compare
1: Zemo to Thanos, man. I, yo, listen,
0: I wasn't comparing. I wasn't comparing the two. I I get it. I wasn't comparing. I, 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 wasn't, I, wasn't comparing right. I but let me finish. I was. See, talking, Again, sorry, so, sorry, cause I Sorry, sorry. Because I was excited too. I was just pointing out that something that someone on this on this podcast I was on um, brought up that of how like in Endgame they seem to point out just one side of the story as opposed to the idea that what Thanos said may have been true. Was like a lot of people did flourish after that, but Endgame specifically just fo- focused on all the negative aspects of it. Was it sad? Absolutely. It's really fucked up, and a lot of people for at least the next couple of generations are going to be fucked up about it. But at the end of the day there was some good that came out of it. And like I said before, Steve Rogers was like, I saw whales today. Like, you know what I mean? It's like the ocean's cleaner. The world is, the world is a little, um, actually the world is probably cleaner. Like, you know what I mean? Like we saw what happened to Italy during COVID when they were seeing uh, sea life that they hadn't seen in decades and how like the air seemed fresher, the water was bluer because, you know, humanity wasn't around to just be dicks. I like, I, I get that. I, I, get, I get that sentiment.
1: Again, like, my favorite word is, com- my favorite phrase is that it's complicated. So I'm not even going to touch that. And sometimes the ends don't, justif- don't justify the means, but I think in Baron Zemo's very particular case, like, his whole thing was he wanted to fight extremism, right? Fascism. Like, he was obsessed with Hydra, not because he wanted to join Hydra, it's because he wanted to crush Hydra. He was obsessed with the Avengers not because of some evil plot to control the world. He just thought that it was wrong that individuals with that much power can go around and do whatever they want. Like, it was gods men. Right? Like, even in, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, as, as much of a sort of asshole he was, like, he he respected people that earned his respect, but he had zero tolerance for people, for evil people. Like, right? you know, like, the, the guy that wanted to, um, Reboot the Winter Soldier program, the Super Soldier program. He shot him dead in the head. Not again, not because he's evil. It's because this guy had the keys to potentially destroy the world. Right? Um, so, um, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't fault him again. Other than killing King T'Chaka, which I think I hate when writers do do that. Like, they have to make they have to make the person do something extremely evil, so we don't fully sympathize.
0: Um, was it Honest Trailers did a really good one about that. Discussing Killmonger, and it was like, wait, have him beat up an old lady so he remembered that he's the bad guy here. Yeah, yeah, like you have to,
1: like you know, you in order for to make someone who kind of makes sense in a in a like a moral stand right, like you don't want you know you you really need them to look bad compared to the to the hero of the story, so you have to do something extremely despicable.
0: See, this is but, one of the reasons why I have issues with. The relatable, like, we have too many relatable villains. Like, I miss villains who are just evil. Like, it's okay for someone to just be a, for your antagonist to be somebody that you absolutely hate. I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, we don't necessarily need to like, we didn't need to like Thanos. God guy was a dickhead. <laughs> he was a murderer. He was, he was a, he was the little definition of a genocidal maniac. No, Thanos was Hitler, bro. Yes. You know what I mean? Was Killmonger right? In a sense. Was he an extremist? Absolutely. We did, like, he could have just, well, Killmonger's a little different because I think the story may not have been as dope if Killmonger wasn't who he was. But we don't, like, you don't need a a villain to be someone you understand in order for them to be likable and memorable. Well, that's why I
1: like the show format. I think you made. I think you made this point before. Like having these um, stories play out on multiple episodes allows for a more complex story to kind of like play itself out. So um, the Flag Smashers, right? Like, as as I don't know, lack of a better word, honorable, their goals were. You saw the effect that the super soldier serum had on their impulse control right and you saw how desperation depending on the type of person you are can tr- turn you into extremist, right like at the end of the day they were doing things that were just I, you can't sympathize with them you can sympathize with the people that they're saying they fight they're fighting for but the flag smashers were terrorists right or you look at um John Walker, right? Like, he wanted to be Captain America, but he didn't understand that Captain America didn't even want to be Captain America. All Captain America wanted to do was, was fight the good fight. He didn't want to be a leader or or, or, or or somebody that people follow. He just wanted to do what was good, and that was his ethos. But for John Walker, he wanted to be a leader, and you saw how that, how that mixed with his very obvious issues with PTSD kind of created a madness, right? Somebody with no impulse control. Someone that, that just lost it over the course of time, right? And then you have somebody like Baradimo, and in, 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 in I think he benefited from the fact that he wasn't the, the quote-unquote villain because we can see the complexity in his methods and why he wanted to do what he wanted to do. And the fact that despite all of that, he still had to pay for the crimes that he committed. Like Wakanda wasn't going to let him get away with killing your king, regardless of, you know, how much of an anti-fascist he was, right? So, like, I think that, you know, stories like this, as complex as they are, really do benefit from having this kind of long format storytelling.
0: What do you think of the show in general? Actually, you, before we get to your opinion on the show, what do you think of the ending with John Walker like, basically having no repercussions for anything that he did?
2: Um, I found that problematic, but I understand why they did it, because that's generally what happens, right? If somebody serves and protects in this country, automatically they're exempt from any kind of punishment or omission of, you know, guilt or wrongdoing. Um, I feel like he definitely should have not have been let off easy. And I'm sure, I don't know the comic, but but I'm sure he probably shows up again somewhere down the line. Even worse than, you know, before. (laughs) I assume, am I assuming correctly?
0: Yes, you're assuming 100% correctly. Yeah,
2: so, I mean, I guess a lesson will be learned, maybe.
0: (laughs) I just honestly, yeah, I agree with that, but I also don't think, I think a lesson will be learned, but it won't be learned the next time we see him. It'll be something that happens when he realizes that... uh, Allegra, something, something, Valentina, Fontaine uses him and he doesn't realize he's being used. And then he dies <laughs> because of something she did. I don't think he understands that he's being used and how often he, he has been used. He's been used since he signed to join the military. It's, they pretty much just use him as propaganda. They use him. What was it uh, the Battlestar said to him? When he was, when they asked him, like you know, were we good guys? And he was just like, we were basically just following orders. You know? Yeah, and I, I think we
1: we yet to see a lot of his backstory. He's definitely gonna be, we're definitely gonna see more of him in the future of the MCU. And maybe they'll expand. Maybe you know, I, I I told myself I'm gonna I'm going to stop guessing when it comes to this stuff. Oh. Like initially, I thought that maybe he was like created by Hydra. Or, Shield or something at some point, and his whole life was kind of just, um, just, you know, just crafted to be like some all-American person. But I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah, it's. I wonder about it sometimes, but I, I, I wouldn't be upset at a four-part winter so not winter a four-part U.S. agent thing showing what he's doing, what he's going through, and some of the stuff that happened to him in the past. As long as they don't paint him as this innocent victim, when we both know that even though he was following orders, he has to feel bad about some of the things that he's done. You know what I mean? Like,
1: Can he be both? Can he be both a victim and guilty? Right? Absolutely. Like,
0: I think that would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Valky, what do you think about the show as a whole?
2: Huh? I actually liked the show. Um, I didn't think it was horrible, um, and I usually don't like Captain America, so but, maybe it's just Steve Rogers. Yeah, I don't know. Um, um, I you know I overall really liked
0: it. I think. like... So would you? Um, and again, look, did, and I have one issue I did say I, I did have was uh, with the ending. I was talking to one of my old my, my former editors. And we discussed how much we both enjoyed the ending, but there were definitely some faults in between that. It just the way he described it is the best way I've heard him say it. It didn't land correctly. It seemed kind of rushed. There was seemed like there could have been more to it, and it just didn't. Had a conversation on um, CCBN. Me and me and um, Black Rabbit. Never mind. Me and me and no, too late now. Me and um, Black Rabbit did a. but an impromptu podcast, and we talked about it. And one of the things that I was kind of wishing happened was when Sam flew in the, in the window and beat up those guys. He was like, who are you? He like, I'm Captain America. and kept walking. I said, you know, it would have been nice to, for that to have been a more dramatic moment. Maybe do the pan-up thing and all that. But uh, Diddy goes, it's a trope that they use way too often. So I said, like, okay. But then it led me to go, maybe if they didn't use it so often, they could have used it here and it, a lot of it just didn't like, it didn't fall correctly to me. It didn't, it didn't have the the umph that I really wanted from it. Now, granted, I liked the ending. I teared up during Sham's speech. I thought a lot of it was be beautiful. I thought the idea of him, <clears throat> excuse me, the idea of making sure that Isaiah Bradley had a statue in this place was also amazing. But there were, I think, some missteps in the, in the final episode. But overall, I thought the episode, excuse me, the series in general, I think, was a was
1: probably like an eight, I would say. Yeah, um <laughs> that's that's a fair that's a fair rating. I I, th- I I give WandaVision... I don't wanna give it a better rating than WandaVision. I think in general WandaVision was just a better executed show. I agree with that. That final world. episode my <laughs> biggest beat with that final episode was that it was so damn dark. Like you're gonna introduce his new outfit in the dark. Like seriously? I mean, I don't know. That was my main. That was my main issue. Yeah, I just couldn't, you know, whatever. I thought that was a lazy way of just getting it all done without having to do too much. But again, I think these shows are really just trying to introduce the next phase of the MCU. So I'm not gonna knock on it too bad.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for Loki.
1: Yeah. Just think about it. Marvel didn't have to do this. Like, why? Did, like, they didn't have to give us these shows. They could have just put out movies.
0: You no. Know, yeah, like, but- these shows, equal more money. Yeah, kind. Of. I mean, yeah, in a way they do, in a way they don't, because people are still paying for you know. Oh no, no, no! Thing. They're making their money off of merchandise. They make like toys, T-shirts. Yeah, they're, that's that's where they're making their money off of this shit. And then plus, you're gonna get the people who will, who have specifically signed up for the Marvel like catalog. But I don't give a shit about <laughs> the Disney catalog. I'm I'm on Disney Plus for the Marvel stuff.
1: Yeah, facts, and I think well, for me, Marvel and
0: Star Wars, but um, oh okay, yeah, Star Wars, stuff too, yeah that.
1: I, I I look at these as kind of super extended trailers for what's to come. So. That's kind of how I look at it.
0: Uh, so
1: I might I'll, I like it score. I'll go
0: with the eight. So uh, and so and um, some funny news for some of you who haven't know who um. Who have been hiding under a rock? There was a there was an act of terrorism on the on the Capitol in January.
1: Wait, what? I know, wait, right? Wait, people actually like invaded the Capitol.
0: Like, what? I know. Who would think something like that would happen? Here's a funny story for you that made me laugh hysterically. The Justice Department has charged a Capitol rioter who was turned in by someone he matched with on a, on on the dating app Bumble after he bragged about his exploits on January 6th. According to the court documents, one week after the attack, Robert Chapman of New York told one of his Bumble matches that I did storm the Capitol and said he made it all the way into the Sanctuary Hall. He also claimed that he was interviewed by members of the media. The Bumble user replied, we are not a match.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Prosecutors said that the user quickly reached out to the FBI and provided screenshots of the conversation. Investigators said that in court filings that they have corroborated Chapman's claims by comparing the Bumble profile picture to the body cam footage of police officers who were inside the Capitol. Chapman was charged with four misdemeanors, including disorderly conduct, on Capitol grounds. He hasn't reached a plea, and his lawyer didn't want to respond to requests for comment on the charges. According to the screenshots in the court filings, Chapman also posted to Facebook before January 6th insurrection that he was traveling to the District of Criminality, referring to Washington, D.C., and on the day of the attack, alleged posts posted, I'm fucking inside the Capitol. <laughs> Incriminating social media posts like these have become a hallmark of the Capitol riot investigation. In does the cases, prosecutors quoted rioters, posts from Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, uh, uh, that uh, uh, parlor, which doesn't exist anymore, Snapchat, and other sites were bragging about their alleged crimes. More than 390 people have been charged with the federal crimes in connection with the attack. This is the greatest shit ever, Valkyrie. <laughs> do you have any comments on that?
2: Um, I mean, I think it's hysterical that somebody turned him in. I mean, it was definitely like the right thing to do. Like, how embarrassing is it to like? he
0: turned in off a Bumble. <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh, Superwalk,
1: your thoughts? Yo, this is a story that she just keeps on giving. <laughs> it, it's just, it's great. I, and the thing is, it's like these people are so proud of what they did that they're so willing to snitch on themselves. And federal mm-hmm. prosecutors are like Give me, give me, please. Like, it's just so beautiful. Like, um, I don't know. It's a great story. It's a great heartwarming story. Um, I think the person that snitched on him should get the Medal of Honor or whatever the hell. Like, the Presidential Medal of Freedom or whatever the hell you give people doing great things. And, um, you know, guys, if you, uh, invaded the Capitol, just keep snitching on yourself. You're creating great content. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I gotta say... Uh, To quote a great philosopher, um, I want to make sure I get his um, his name right. To quote a great philosopher, Trevor Taheem Smith Jr., give me some more. (laughs) Give me more of this, please, please. I I would laugh if all of them went to jail. My favorite of these was the dude who left, flew flew back home to Hawaii, and as soon as he got off the plane, he's arrested and flown right back to D.C. (laughs) Yo, imagine that shit. You go, you fly ten hours to DC to start some shit, start the shit, and then think you're going back home to paradise just to get off the plane to fly ten hours back to go to jail. I love it. Oh, fuck! I love guys.
1: it. They, and it, they were just so proud to do it.
0: Like they you know, I, bro.
1: People
0: are stupid. Dog. It's 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 arrogance, man. It really it really just comes down to arrogance. I agree. Uh, we got another. This is a good one uh, on positive news. Manhattan. Well, that was actually positive news as well. Manhattan stopped prosecuting uh, prosecuting prostitutes. Uh, part of nationwide shift. The district attorney Cyrus R. Vance Jr. moved to dismiss thousands of cases dating back decades. Amid a growing movement to change the criminal justice system against uh, prostitution, uh, Cyrus said, "Criminally prosecuting prostitutes does not make us safer." Uh, da, 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 adding that doing so often has an effect on uh, further marginalization of vulnerable New Yorkers. Oh, I have to, I have to, apparently, I have to log, I have to sign in or subscribe, but I don't care enough to do all that. I think we've had this conversation on here before. I think all of us are here are cool with sex workers as long as they're being safe. Yes. Yeah. I
2: see no issue. Like, if, if, everything is consensual, and everything is fair, and everything, you know, like, like any other job, there should be, like, guidelines and restrictions, like, you should have to be tested, or you should have, like, you know, a certain, just to keep the public safe from any health conditions, or to keep the workers safe from any health conditions, like, it's just a smart idea, but other than that, if it's all on the up and up and nobody's getting you know, these women aren't getting fucked over, murdered, or treated poorly, I see no problem with it. None whatsoever.
0: Uh, before I get to you, Javi, uh let's see, it said on Wednesday, uh, April twenty first, I mean I got the date wrong. On Wednesday, uh Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance announced that he would uh his office would no longer be prosecuting prostitutes and unlicensed massage arrest and that it would be dropping nine hundred and fourteen cases dating all the way back to the nineteen seventies the office also moved to dismiss more than 5,000 loitering for the purpose of prostitution cases which stemmed from the highly controversial which is something i didn't know about walking while trans statute which was replaced last february so and declining to prosecute uh prosti- oh prosecute prostitution cases the new york city uh excuse me, new york city has joined the uh, cities like baltimore which have made similar announcements in the wake of ongoing discussions about sex work decriminalization and uh, social excuse me, just, criminal justice reform. Uh, and many sex workers' rights advocates applaud the shift. But, uh, yeah, so I, I'm I'm for this. I think this is dope. I think this is a good idea. And at the end of the day, as long as someone's being safe, then I don't have any issue with this at all. Like, you know what I mean? I just hope that everything is consensual. I hope that everyone is doing this up on their own free will. I think that it would be nice for... You know, here's a good question, Super. What are your feelings on unions?
1: Unions? Like workers' union? Yes. <laughs> um, depends. I
2: was going to say it's a gift and a curse.
0: The reason I ask because, like, you have uh, sex workers who it would be a good idea for them to have, like, a union so they can get regular checkups, they can have health care, you know, things of, things of that nature. Because in an industry like that, you'd assume that there are going to be nasty and dirty and disgusting people who are going to... Well,
2: where are they going to get it from, though, right? They're independent contractors. Yes. They're not working for a company. Like, it's like it's like hairdressers. Hairdressers are independent con- contractors. They don't get insurance through their company, but they hairdressers. Don't
0: get um, the WWE professionals, WWE wrestlers, even though they're a billion-dollar corporation, um, to independent contractors. Like, I'm an independent I mean, contractor. they can
2: afford health
0: though. They can, but it's just not <laughs> being like... Your average
2: a- person on the streets is not affording health care. I'm
0: just using that as an example. Like, I like I can't quit my job and be like, hey, I'm a writer and I don't have health care. Like, you know what I mean? I just can't do that. Um,
2: Honestly, if they made sex work legal, it would help them on the up and up to have
0: better pay to be able to have things that can and keep off and whatnot. Yeah. hobby had to like take off. He's got some things to do. He has a life. So we had to go. Uh, but I want to thank him for joining, um, the old man Wade show. Don't forget to find us on the old man Wade show page on Facebook. You can find him on let shit record on Twitter. You can find me on old man Wadecom, on Instagram and Twitter. Don't forget to check out BlackRabbit.com, B-L-A-Q-U-E-R-A-B-B-I-T for articles. Don't forget to check out the Culture Comic Book News Podcast, which is available on Spotify, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. And don't forget to visit OldManWade.com for articles and more. Uh, For myself, Valkyrie, and the Superior Super Bowl Coffee, peace. Damn it, Wade!